awesome for you. You have been trapped. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shit. I like gas. I'm not sweating, I'm sorry. 
I yeah. seriously, I don't think I shut. Look, I shut my air off when I go out, but my air has been on every day consecutively since 1972. Even well, the window. I'm a little bit of that problem too because I have central air blowing out right now, and in the studio and my bedroom, I have window air conditioners also. Yes, and, and I'm surprised fans. you ain't got the ceiling. Yeah, the ceiling thing going. <laughs> My house is uh, central, and I don't shut it off. It goes on middle of May, and it yeah. goes off. Our house, if you put the air conditioner all the way down, and I like air conditioning, is you'll, you'll literally wake up in the morning on the 90 blanket shivering your ass off with icicles in your fucking nose. Nice. Yeah. No, you can nice. age for shoots. You can age for shoots in there while you're sleeping. <laughs> we do. But, uh, so, what's going on, Clem? How, how was your week? Cause, I mean, I saw you this weekend. Well, talk about the weekend a little bit. Burmeister yeah. broke his cherry with the food truck. Yeah. The Wandering Kitchen, the Culinary Renegades. Wandering, Wandering Kitchen. Kitchen made its debut out in uh, the Woodbridge Center at the Woodbridge Food Festival. Um, a bunch, of, a lot of people showed up. Rob and I also judged the barbecue competition out there. Right. We judged the rib. It was the rib. The rib competition. The rib. Because the rib. it wasn't ribs. Yeah, we just, just jumped. We rib. just one rib. We had All one that rib. walking to eat one rib to eat one rib. two guys. So yeah. we had two ribs. Yes. <laughs> we had two ribs. But both ribs were spectacular. Yeah. Some of the food was good. Some of the food was... <laughs> but, you know, I mean, look, it was hot. You know, things just aren't my cup of tea. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, you got to give props to the barbecue guys, though. We I had would from say that Island. Rib, that fucking yeah. rib... Staten Island was um, New York Smoke Exchange. Yes. And the New Jersey guys, which are great guys, too, was hanging out with them yesterday, is uh, coming in hot barbecue. Love the name. Love the food. The Staten Island guy, I'll say it again, a pinch of salt more of that fucking rub or whatever he did would have had the fucking perfect rib. It was spot on. Both of their ribs were fucking spot on. Because you know what it is? I don't like when it falls off the bone. No. I love when it falls off the bone, but you want to have work. A, you yes. want to pull like you want to be able like to pull. Chinese yes. Yeah, it's you don't great. want to pick it up and the bone comes right out. No, that's too much. Yeah. They both <laughs> had that exact perfect cook where you can pull it off the bone nice. You can smush it nice. It had a little bit of bite, but it was still full off the bone with the bite type of thing. Yeah. They both had great flavor. They both had nice meat to them. They both one had a nice smoke. One had a nice flavor. I mean, they were both right fucking yeah. there, man. I, I picked the Jersey guy. It was a blind taste test. I wound up picking the Jersey guys with me and my girl, the nurse from Railway Prison. She was a pisser. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, the black Adrian chick? Adrian or something. Yeah. Yeah, she was great. I loved her. She was cool, yeah. But uh, And everyone else picked the other way, which was delicious. It had, like, that sweet chili sauce on it. She was like, mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Take a look, look, I'm licking my fingers, everyone. All she had to do was make it sound, and it was fucking great. Yeah. You know, uh, I have a video of the whole thing. Yeah, you do. Nice. we has got it on video. we got to check out that video. Well, maybe we'll get some of that up on Facebook later. Awesome. I don't know. Maybe you have to bribe me first. We'll tell I you in the fucking bedroom. and lock in. Shut up. But, uh, yeah, so no, it was good. It was very hot. Whoever came out and braved it, thank you. Now, thank thank God for Lou. Lou let me get the car right in. Yeah. Right by the fucking stage. So, I, of course, I hit your truck up first and ate some meatballs and uh, the Frito pie thing. And it, it was fat guy stoner food. Yes. Basically. Yes. yes absolutely. Because, and you know my thing, I don't want to go out there and be like, oh, I got crap. It's, it's too much work. I want to feed people that just want to eat crap on that day, you know, like when the meatballs came, I could have five different sauces, but the two biggest ones were the Italian and the Asian. I didn't try the Italian, man. 
I'm a little upset about that, actually. Hey, the funny thing was I had diehard Italian people arguing with me about gravy, is it sauce, and this and that. And then when they ate the meatball, they're like, oh, my God, I thought I made great meatballs. How was your recipe? And I gladly said, Mary's recipe. <laughs> there you go. Mary doesn't cook, but that was her recipe. There you go. But, yeah, it was fun. And I, I like the Asian-style meatball. I, I didn't like that. I yeah. got to tell you, I thought you were a little insane. I was a little upset at you for putting Asian sauce on fucking meatball. Yeah. But I, I got to tell you, it was it fucking worked. Yeah, simple. And then I had some nice brown gravy. I was doing, like, Swedish meatballs. You know, they were pretty good. You didn't tell me all it is. Yeah, there was, like, five of them. It was good. The fuck's the matter with you? <laughs> My brain was scrambled. Why did I get a taste of your bowl? <laughs> this isn't right. <laughs> oh. but, well, yeah, I mean, it was good. I, I tell you I what, it tell was cool around the truck. I will tell you this, though. Your balls were just perfect. They weren't even salty. Right. They were good. With all that heat, they weren't even salty. They weren't even salty. Were weren't even salty. My leg. It was good. But, you know, it, it was cool. But... It was cooler you in the truck. fucking meatballs, you prick? Yeah. Why did I not know this? I I, know. I, I, I hate to admit this, and I, I'm actually admitting it on live radio right now. I love Swedish meatballs almost better than Italian meatballs. Yeah. There's something so disgustingly bad about them that they're fantastic. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's that salty, beefy, brown gravy. Yeah. Like piece of Italian bread. Yeah. Yeah, like a little stroganoff kind of. I was stroganoff about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> then I had uh, to leave just to come here. <laughs> Yeah, but I, it was so I had just weird. balls in my mouth, so what's the difference at this point? Yeah. But yeah, there were some cool trucks. You know, like... You know, the guy got balls truck was there, speaking of balls. Yeah, I got The soda balls. guy had a cool little truck. I like that. Like the soda guy. Great guy. idea. You have to do nothing. Hand the people a cup and let them go to work. The greatest fucking food truck. No disrespect to anybody, but the guy's fucking brilliant. Here you go. Here's a cup. Yeah, 12 bucks. 12, he had a couple of different cups. Twelve bucks. Here's a cup. You go do the work. Right. And How brilliant is that? And it's free refills. As yeah. long as you buy his. One was twenty five dollars the cup. No. But I like one it. One was twelve dollars. One was twenty five dollars. Yes. The twenty five dollar cup had a thick bottom on that you can cook on a campfire with it. Okay, Phil. Twelve, eighteen. I didn't see the twenty five dollar. They probably sold out. They probably sold out. Okay. okay. But you have one for twenty five that you can actually cook. So then, what was the eighteen dollar one? So it was. Uh, everybody can see the that. radio. <laughs> the radio people. She's doing the. Uh, she's belly dancing right yeah. now. <laughs> it was a bigger cup. We'll say there that. Is, yeah. yeah, bigger cup. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the I got balls guy was on restaurant startup. Yeah. He uh, got them. There was a cupcake wars there. Um, who else? The guy next to me was awesome. He just started it up. It's called the, the dude, food dude. The food dude. The food dude. And it was all after like the big Lebowski. He looked, he looked like the dude. Yeah. He was just like some dude in there with some scraggly looking beard and a banner yeah. and an old school white chef coat and short sleeve like chef yeah. shirt. It wasn't even a chef coat. It was like yeah. one of those old school white chef shirts. And he looked, he looked like the food dude. Yeah. And I tell you what, he had swordfish tacos that were phenomenal. I was going to try it. I was afraid because of the heat. And, but it was so like, like, it almost, you can actually taste the swordfish. It wasn't overpowered. Okay. It was just like, it was like he made it for you on the beach. Like, he, he just caught it, and he was, like, whipping it up. But it was good. Very Some nice cool. people, you know, I met a few 
that uh, Chinchina, China, Chochina, or whatever, the guy that's on Highland Boulevard was there. Um, Chochina? Corbina? Oh, what, what is it called? Corbina? He's, he's, it's a food truck right on... Corbina, the white truck. Yeah. Yeah, it's Corbina or something like that. It's not Chinchina. Because there's another one. It's Italian food, but it's a Mexican guy that makes it. I met him. Well, that's because the Italians invented the food truck. Chiba so or Cal- China or Copper or something? I don't know. Chinchina or something like that. I don't know. I will find out when Luke calls in later. You're right. You're right. There was another one there. You're right. Yeah. I saw that. Now Now it's coming back to me. And, uh, you know, our buddy Laurent from French Tart, he was there. And, was that uh, the guy that came up to us and said, come into the store? Come into the come up to the Yeah, come in. I'll give you some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. I, I was so... It hit me afterwards. Don't get me wrong. I know who Laurent but it hit me. I was so... This, that heat just like I was yeah. so. You're like walking around. At one point in time, I was so deluded, disoriented. Like, I was gonna pass out. Yeah, we had we went and sat in the air conditioned car. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was there like out in that, out in the elements. After the hot dogs, the pino pie, the fucking <laughs> zeppelins, the rice ball, and then the food dude shit, and all the salt rush in the fucking hundred degree weather. I was fucking getting cardio back to the fucking car for air conditioning. You should have went into cool off in the kitchen on the wandering kitchen. I swear to God, if we didn't have, there is an AC on there, but we weren't using it because it was blowing the switch. But the hood sucks everything out. Yeah. And it was like actually a nice little breeze in there. Now, so speaking about sucking everything out, I just finished Staten Island has a tropical smoothie. Yum, yum. And Raven the Devil, who is on the line, knows all about that. Yum, yum. I almost ran him over. Down in Virginia, coming out of tropical smoothie when we met, but um, oh, let's pick them up. I, I, I gotta say, I... I gotta say, people, I don't give people a lot of plugs. Usually, it's bed yeah. <laughs> or motherfucker and somebody. No, for real, tropical smoothie, Richmond Avenue, Victory Boulevard. Gotta go check. Great smoothies, bro. Yeah. Big fan since ten years ago since Virginia's I first had them. Well, let's talk to Raven and see if he if we just got evil flashbacks. From, uh, what's up there, Raven? You're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. What's up, buddy? Hey guys, how's it going? All right, all right, not bad. What's shaking, pal? Ah, oh, not much recovering from the weekend, a new little project I've been doing. And, you sound like uh, you just came out of the dentist and have cotton in your mouth, Raven. I'm sorry to interrupt you. It sounds him. like he's talking to yeah, duct tape. Yeah, it sounds like he's talking to duct tape or... Hold on one second. I don't know if it's your, your line or our line. So you like, just dialed up Pennsylvania. Like, he sounds like he went to the dentist yeah. and has a toothache. Yeah. I'll call right back. I'll call right back. Okay. All right. So Raven's going to call back in. Right. But, uh, yeah, so at Tropical and I tell you what, I even had Forest Barbecue today. How was that? I, I got to tell you. Not bad. The chicken was actually fantastic. Oh, it's the chicken. You get the chicken, chicken and, and rice for like yeah, uh, 550 Yeah. But I did a chicken and rib platter. The ribs were... Way overcooked and dry, but I will say this: still, still very, very fucking good. Homemade barbecue sauce, homemade hot sauce. Um, their black beans were very garlicky and good. Now they had this cheese empanada, and when I first broke it open, it's dollar fifty. That's why I didn't complain. I said, "Look at this! It's, it was like empty, but there was cheese all along the bottom and the top. Uh, it was like so it this cooked empty out. pocket." It was one of the best fucking things I've ever ate. I spooned a little black bean in there with a piece of chicken, and it was fantastic. Nice. Fantastic. 
Yeah, I, I haven't tried that, but it's and it's not like an American barbecue place. It's like no, a. It's, um, it's weird, but I gotta like tell Peruvian you, Peruvian or some like. Latin. I gotta tell you, for the price point for a quick meal, the chicken bar none was absolutely delicious. Well worth a shot to go over there and say hello to these guys and check them out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I, have you ever heard me nevertheless say I had a good meal and then nevertheless two good meals in one day? I know. I should go play the fucking lotto tomorrow. <laughs> Well, they should. Well, they should. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Abundanza. Abundanza. I yeah, guess Raymond so, uh, is really getting held up here. Maybe, maybe Teresa's got him duct tape. <laughs> that was his like, help me. <clears throat> uh, what are we saying? The show on Skype is cutting in and out. Okay. So it's not just me. Blah blah blah. And the show really <laughs> cutting. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. well apparently we the deal with that is because they keep shutting our power up here on Set Island, so well, we might not even be getting some... Uh, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. The show must go on, <sighs> so we'll just right. keep blabbing and blabbing anyway. Let's, but, uh, let's talk to our other... Uh, our other little foodie who's got our own little uh, show going on now. Is no, 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 this isn't Teresa. Hello, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Is that answer it? Well, doggone it. That's the exact thing I wanted to do. Hey, guys, how are you? What is up? Are we cutting in and out? Well, no, you weren't, but the phone caller was. Oh, all right. He, cool. he yeah. sounded real staticky, like he was trying to talk through mesh or something, and it was just nasty. I think he was getting molested, and he was wrapped up in duct tape or something. <laughs> A giant I mean, meatball was chasing him, right? Well, so I'm what's up? To hear you about your truck. What's up? Let me see. Um, have you ever worked with something called aquafaba? Aquafaba? No, but I think I banged the girl named aquafaba. <laughs> when I get my tattoos, I use aquafor on, on it so wow, it doesn't stab up. So bad. Okay, what aquafaba is, is the juice that is left over after you cook beans. So if you're cooking chickpeas or you're cooking kidney beans or black beans or something, the liquid that's left afterwards, you can look it up. Water beans. Aquafaba. There you go. It's aquafaba. It means the water of beans. People are taking this, and they're getting it at room temperature, and they're whipping it, half a cup of aquafaba, half a cup of sugar, pinch of cream of tartar, and they're making meringue. And the Ooh, vegans are going nuts. Yeah, they're going nuts because this meringue actually bakes up like cookies. People are freezing it and flavoring it and making ice creams. It's pretty, pretty damn cool. My, I my latest tell you that, thing just it's failed. Weird, but, it's kind of weird yeah. that you're saying that because I had some black beans today, and they happened to be very good, but they were very soupy. And mm-hmm. the kids are like, I asked the kids, like, that normally how they serve it? He's like, yes, we just we do it that way. And I'm like, this is almost like a black bean soup. And I was drinking the broth, and I'm like, you know what? If I strain this broth, I can do a lot of stuff with this. And I, I yeah. got sidetracked at that very moment, but that's a great idea, aquafaba. I like it. Do the Google search, and it'll, there are recipes, there's clubs. I'm a part of a group on Facebook that does all this. I have a friend who's a vegan chef, and she's the one that says, oh, you got to try this. And her stuff turns out good. Mine's relatively mediocre, which why nobody but me eats it. But uh, right. yeah, well, I haven't. Well, see, I don't. Even I mean, well, I don't. that's the thing. Nowadays, a lot of people. It's almost going back to the old days when no one throws anything away, like all the, um, uh, like the hipsters and stuff. 
are, right. you know, they're all doing the the dry age, like they're aging everything, they're pickling things, and it's like bringing it back to, like, I don't throw away pasta water a lot. I, I like to use that. I use pasta water. We got a caller calling. Hang on one second, Frank. We'll get to you next. But, yeah, the pasta water is great for thickening, like, linguine clam, yeah. thickening a go- When we do garlic and oil, how you owe you? A linguine vongole. And, you know, you do your garlic, your oil, your parsley, a little bit of crushed red pepper. A little. If you don't have the chicken broth, the next best thing is that pasta water. Because what's right. going to happen is that starch in that water is going to thicken it up just a little bit and turn it from an oily, greasy sauce to a nice, oily, kind of thick, bound kind of. It's fantastic. People people don't realize the things you can do with some simplicity, some simple product. Right. As far as like like she's saying, even that aquafava, or pasta water, a little veggie stock, any all these little nuances are what makes a chef a good chef. Right. Because these are little things you can take and make into something that you know. Right. You can, and you save you yeah. make it a little extra money. Yeah, most people throw away, day. and you can take you can take bean water and make it into a dish. Yeah. You got something going on. Yep. And also, I was watching a chef, um, forget where the hell, I think it was in like the Netherlands or something. And he makes pancakes out of just milk. He puts milk on a skillet. You know, in the skin, if you're boiling milk, there's like a skin on the top. He boils it down. And then it almost looks like, what's that sugar? um, So what do you call it? Wait, wait. I'm watching a pantomime session between Clem and Philomena. I had to get some cash. I'm you mean the latte when the milk when the milk sugar crystallizes? Yeah, but well, you know, like I think well, it always comes in the Italian cookies. It looks like uh, like it's crunchy. And it's like almost just like a caramel kind of like crunchy with the holes in it, like right. a web kind of. But that's what the pancake looked like, and I got to try it because it looks. Fucking phenomenal. Let's pick up this call. This is my brother actually calling in from Florida. My brother Frank and Ooch. Let's see what he's got to say. Alrighty. Frank and Ooch. Hey, come in, I hear you talking about the pasta water. Absolutely, brother. Well, let me ask you. The pasta water, you're supposed to really use, you can actually use that in, uh, you could pour a little out in something. What, how does that work with the pasta water? Like we water? just I know said, when you do it when you're doing linguine clam or you're doing garlic and oil, you take a little bit of that pasta water and you dump it in the garlic and oil or the linguine clam sauce, and it kind of bounds the sauce together. Nice. Someone's nice. grandmother nice. drinks it. I remember somebody telling me that their grandmother drinks it while she's cooking. like she. I the- actually had a kid that used to drink a cup of it. I thought he was insane. And he said the same thing. Like, his grandparents drank it. Like, supposedly he's got a, a lot of medicinal... Per- I, I don't know. The kid was a yeah. bit of a fucking stoner. It cleans your insides. It cleans your insides. <laughs> See, you know, that's the old Gintaluna right there. So, yeah. She yeah. could be right. Could flush you right out. Nice. I mean, I don't think it. I, don't, I mean, I don't think it has any nourishment in it. I mean, I mean, it is water, I guess. I mean, it can't hurt you, but... Yeah, I but mean, you got pasta. all the stuff that's in the pasta in that water now. And also yeah, you, I guess... Uh, it, I guess it, Escarol. The yes. Wa- the water from the, the water from the scuttle, absolutely. Yeah. That'll clean you out. Cleans you out. Yeah, Look at all these the liquids going on. It's all the stock. That's called veggie, aqua, fava, veg. Aqua veg. Scuttle veg. Scuttle, yeah. I don't even know what I'm saying. But yeah, well, I mean, it's cool because, you know, probably, I'm saying probably from the 80s to the late 90s, people are just throwing everything away. My mother away. does the weirdest thing with broccoli, and I thought she was insane. 
As she got older, she used to boil the broccoli and then cook it in the pan with garlic and olive oil, put a little spot. Now she does this weird thing. She boils the broccoli in the water. She adds a little chicken stock to it, some sliced garlic right in the water as she boils it. Then she strains it. She pours a little bit of that water in it, lets it sit in the water. And it's fucking delicious. It's the most mouchard, soft, overcooked, vet, but it's fucking phenomenal. Right. So let me tell you something. You want to get cleaned out and get digestive going on? You drink a little bit of that broccoli water, and you're fucking set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're set. And you have there's a lot of vitamins in that broccoli water, too. Well, that's how I, I make my broccoli thing. soup is I take all the stems and make a broccoli stock with Tell it. me it doesn't piss you off when people don't throw out the broccoli stems. That's the best fucking part. I make slaw. Yes, broccoli. You got a better taste of broccoli soup using the stems than you do the actual florets. Yeah. You need the floret for the color. I usually cut all the florets off, use that for service, for veg. Yes. And throw a couple in there just so you get those green dots. You know, now, like now Frank and Ouch, what do they do down in Florida? What do they do in Florida over there, huh? Oh, forget about it in Florida. They, they, it's mostly all New, mostly all New Yorkers down here anyway. Ninety percent of the restaurants down here are uh, New Yorkers now. It's all New Yorkers. So right. whatever you eat in New York is down here in Florida. Every all the restaurants, uh, right. you know, except for except for a couple of, uh, of course, they got the southern. Um, what do you call it? The soul food. They got the soul food down here. Yeah. You know what the uh, what I mean the real. Uh, the real uh, ribs, uh, nothing like, yeah, like uh, New York. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, talking about, uh, yeah, you got it. Uh, black eyed peas and what else? Those green vegetables uh, that they eat. Well, we got um, some interesting things coming up, Frank. Hold on. Collard greens. Collard greens. Collard greens. We're gonna get into. Who knows about who knows about collard greens? Who knows about oh. collard greens? That would be the intro. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I hit the wrong button. The, the intro, Philomena thinks it's a food fight, and Frank's still talking about collard greens. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's a new oh. tonight. Oh, oh, how you doing? Well, listen, I got my buddy. Hey, hey, come. I got my buddy over here who's my roommate who I just moved in with. His name is Chris, and guess where he's from? Where's he from? Staten Island. Brooklyn. Indiana. He's from Indiana. He's here with a bunch of Yankees talking about uh, – about the uh, spaghetti pasta water. <laughs> what are you? What are you making? Hey, Chris. Chris, Chris is going on the air. Chris, what do you make in Indiana? What's a good food over there? What's a popular dish? Corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. In Indiana. Well, I think Indiana is called the colorful feces state. I'm not oh, sure. That's uh, all they eat is corn. So it's. Uh... All right. Let's get into a few little news articles here. First up, we got a new M&M out. Uh-huh. Apparently, it's a Harry Potter M&M, and it's called M&M's White Butterscotch. Not butterscotch. It's butterscotch. It is butterscotch. butterscotch. <laughs> Butter beer. Butterscotch, but it's... Okay. Glenn, let me just tell you something. Butter beer. Glenn keeps touching his laptop like it's a touchscreen, because he's only had a touchscreen for about, like, five minutes now, and he still comes Every in other computer, device, the tablet I have, phone, is everything touchscreen. I'm used to being on my laptop at home. And when I come to the studio, this is the only device I have that isn't touchscreen. So I keep going to touch the screen, and it's getting me nowhere. But <laughs> we got some fucking new M&Ms out. We also got some new Oreos out. Yeah. Swedish fish Swedish Oreos. Swedish fish Oreos. I can't Donald's, wait. I don't know. I'm dying to taste that. 
But I mean, what do you think? What's your take on that, Rob? I mean, Swedish fish. I see Swedish fish is Swedish fish is one of my favorite candies. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love the ice that they make at Rita's with that flavor. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it'll go good with the chocolate. It's two of my favorite things. It's like it's like peanut butter and chocolate. This could be like the new Reese's peanut butter cup. It could taste like peanut butter and jelly almost because you know, of the, I think you know, the cherry if, flavor. If here, yeah. And drop you off. I think I'll give a little shot right. Okay. Billy's gonna go pick up some nice. uh, Swedish fish. You got any news? You want me to just keep rolling you? Well, I wanted to say happy birthday to one of the greatest chefs. That ever existed, Julia Child. I was going to say, it's not my birthday. <laughs> it's Julia Child's birthday Julia today. Child. She was born in 1912. She would have been like 104 right now. Hey, Trump, hey, Trump, I, got a good, I got a good subject. I got a good subject. Hold on, Frank. Before you get into that, let us just finish this news here. All right. There's an app now on your phone. I don't know what it's called. Um, we're trying to figure this out. But there's this new app on your phone that lets you order unsold Restaurant food at an insane discount. Now, I know the pizzeria near me, if you go there at 10 o'clock at night, and I only know it's because I'm a fat guy, but if you go there at 10 o'clock at night, right before they're closing, like 9.50, all the slices that are sitting there, but even if it's a whole pie that just came out of the oven 10 minutes ago, they'll give you the pie for like four bucks. They give you the slice for like a dollar, they'll throw you three of them, just to get rid of them. Yeah. But now there's an app, apparently, where you can get all, you know, instead of everything going to waste or going into garbage... What they're doing is all these restaurants are getting on, and people are logging on to their local restaurant apps and, and seeing what's around, and they're going to buy. Look, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I know me. When I had the pizzeria, sometimes at 9 o'clock, I'd have to make five fresh pies, you know, a Sicilian, a regular, a grandma, in case we got that little bit of last hit. And then you, you sell half a pie, and then a half hour later, you close the door. What do you do? Right. I'm not going to save it. I would give it to the employees to eat and take home. But why not sell it and get a couple of bucks and make your right. money back? Yeah, they're doing it over in the UK. They're trying it, which, uh, but you know what's going to happen if it comes over here to America and gets popular? People are going to be dead all day, and the last ten minutes of service, they're going to get slammed and yeah. just shut down and lose money. Yeah. <laughs> but um, well, I got another thing now. That's in the UK. Now in Australia. You can drink on the cheap. Like, everyone's making home brews now, homebrew beer, and they're using all these expensive products. But you can make it with Vegemite, and where it would cost you like a sixty to make, you know, to make a little glass of beer homebrew, costs nine cents. Wow. And have you ever tasted Vegemite? I'm afraid. Can we get some on Amazon? Yeah. I'm going to order some Vegemite, and next week we'll try some Vegemite. Yeah, it's, it I tastes like ass. Vitamin and Vegemite. Totally Vegemite. different thing, but no, Vegemite. What is exactly Vegemite? What is Vegemite is like a root of something that they grind up, and it's got a lot of yeast in it and stuff. What, it's, is, what is Vegemite? It's like a yeast spread. It's weird. It's a dark brown Australian fruit food paste made from the leftover brewer's yeast extract with various vegetables and spices, additives developed by somebody, somebody, somebody in somewhere in 1992. Men at Work. In 1922. It was the band Men at Work made it yeah. famous. With, give me a Vegemite sandwich. But it, I tasted it. It was gross. But I, I guess you can make a good beer with it if you're going to save money. I still have that beer-making contraption downstairs. So why don't we make out big and beefy beer? Yeah, we should. Let's, let's next week, why don't we bring that machine up? And let's make a beer live on the air. I'll try. 
What do you mean? You tell me what you mean. Because I read the directions and it was like too involved. Like you have to. When you get the germs off, what the fuck you call that? I can't even sterilize. You got to (laughs) sterilize stuff and, you know. But I'll I'll, I'll reread it and then maybe we'll actually do it with some Vegemite or I'll look up some crazy. Yeah, let's do a big and beefy brew. I want to do some bacon beer, man. That would be great. Big and beefy's bacon beer. Yeah. All right. We'll do it. There it is. All right. So that's the Vegemite. All right. Also want to mention that today is... National Lampoon's Day. I mean, National <laughs> Lemon Meringue Pie Day. Lemon Meringue Pie yeah. Day. Yeah. Weird, right. but, you know. How do you feel about lemon meringue pie? I'm a little... Uh, here's the thing about lemon meringue pie. Years ago, the real deal lemon meringue pie, when it first started getting popular, was good. Then everybody cheapened it and found other ways out and lessened it. I like the meringue that's like six foot high. Right. I Like, the only time I really like it it's when you're shit-faced in some weird diner nowhere near your yes, home, yes. and they got it circulating in that, like, yes. slice of pie fridge. Yes, the slice of pie fridge, exactly. And even though they go, oh, then they go, we have key lime pie, and it's bright green. Key lime pie is like a, a, a light yellow custard. Yes, but it's they're, like brownish yellow. Hey, Clum, do you know where, the, where, the, where, the, uh, where that pie originated from? Where? You ain't going to believe it. Chris, Chris? Chris Love is on the air right next to me, and he said to let you guys know it originated from South Florida, Key West. Yes, exactly yeah, right. That's the key line. That's yeah. the key line. Chris Love is in the house. Give him a five. Give him a ten. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> back, Welcome Chris. to the Big and Beefy Show. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think a key line pie, but I actually used to like seeing all those bright colors, and I'd usually yeah. get one spoonful, and then I'd be like, I don't even want to fucking eat this. But I do like a high meringue. And I actually like the ones that they I make. I think I was like when I was eating the meringue. Yeah. <laughs> now, another crowdfunding page. Oh, God. It's uh, a toaster that'll print the day's forecast on your toast. Really? So every day when you have toast, it'll print out the forecast, which is fucking uh, crazy. Really so is that gonna be, what happens if it comes out soggy? Does that mean it's going to rain? It's going to rain, yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah. It's called it's called the toasteroid. If it comes out burnt, you know it's gonna be hot out. Yeah, it's fucking weird, yeah. man. I mean, like the things that get funded, but I try to raise money for breast cancer and I get like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. These guys right. are getting, you know. Let me see if I can find eighty-five dollar pledge. Bakers can snag one for an eighty-five dollar pledge or sixty-five for the mini version. The fuck. What the hell's a mini version? What do you get a toast? Fucking crackers? Probably like two pieces of toast. So here it is. The big one. It's got two slices. You know, two slices. Uh, It's just crazy. And you can do it all from your app. (laughs) (laughs) Everything from your fucking phone. I don't think there's anything important from your phone. I think everything. It's so cool. Give me a piece of toast with a word and a definition on it so little kids can learn something while they eat their toast. Yeah. Instead of the fucking weather. Because if you can't open up your door and figure out if it's hot or cold out, you got fucking issues. Right. I don't need to eat my toast to learn that. <laughs> now, now, I told you that I found out. I'm 45 years old. I finally found out. I always thought percentage of rain, when they say there's a 65% chance of rain. Yeah. I always thought that it was a 65% chance it's going to rain. Yeah. It's actually, it's 100% positive that it's going to rain in your area. But where you are, 
it's only going to rain in 65% of, say, like Staten Island. It's a 65% chance. It's going to rain somewhere, but only in 65% Get of Staten Island. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Dude, you just blew my mind with that. Uh, right? It's weird. When the guy was telling me, I'm like, say that again. You just, I totally got that, though. You just blew my mind with yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I always thought it was like a crapshoot. Like, oh. Yeah, think about it. It's, it's only a 50% chance of rain. Right. What, what they're saying is it's only going to rain in half of Staten Island. Right. Because you're going to pass over half of Staten Island. Yeah, they don't know where, but there's, I mean, because there's been times you're in, driving around, it's yeah. sunny as hell, and all of a sudden you're driving into a storm, and then on the yeah. other side, it's, it's sunny, sunny again. Like that was like 10% chance. Over the bridge. Yeah, she drove over the bridge, and it wasn't no I rain. Did, but I left, I left my, uh, Brooke, and I was telling her, I said, like this, right? So listen, you know, it's it's pouring out, said Alan. Be careful. She's like, it's not raining yet. Yeah. And she drove into the rain. Yeah. Crazy. Out of, into, out of. Yeah, there you go. All right. So uh, that's it on my news. All right. Well, what are we doing about uh, Denny's and IHOP? Let's talk about Denny's and IHOP. What do you like better, Denny's or IHOP? You know what? There's a, that's tough because there's no Denny's around here, but I actually ate there every fucking day when I was in Cancun, Mexico, of all the places. I like Denny's, but I'm a big fan of IHOP because they came up with the cinnamon roll French toast, okay. which is phenomenal. But Now, I, I used to love the French toast bagel. There's right. a place in Brooklyn that does a French toast bagel that is just fucking sick. You throw some sausage links on there and some fucking bacon and an egg, and it's, it's the best fucking thing you're ever going to eat. Yeah. yeah. But you're saying they don't have no IHOP down there or Denny's in New York? We have IHOP. We don't have any Denny's. We have IHOP, and a matter of fact, all the IHOPs in Staten Island, I think we have two, are owned by um, Sensei Kim. Remember yeah. the guy from uh, Kim's Kim. Judo or whatever? That was Master Kim. Master Kim. He owns... All the IHOPs, he he owns like half of Staten Island. Him and the yeah. guys are brothers. And his cousin, Master Bader. Master Bader. Hey, Clem, didn't he die? That was uh, that was yes. our brother's set day. No, he that died. was Joe. That was Joe Pumpkin who died. How about your friend Joe Pumpkin? Pump God rest his soul. Pumpkin. <laughs> nah, this guy was a good no, guy. He was a good guy. I know. Joey Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. Yeah. I got to tell a quick story about this guy. The first time I met him, we were having a fight with these kids, and one of our friends knew him, and he came over and he goes, what's the problem? And I'm like, these five guys over there, keep, we're little kids, they keep fucking with us. He goes, don't worry about it, I'll take care of it. And I looked at him and said, this guy ain't going to take This guy dropped five guys, without even really hurt, just put them to the floor in a matter of eight <laughs> seconds. Just like, dip, 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 dip. And I just looked at him and I was like, holy fucking shit. Ever since that day, I just looked at him. Every time I looked at this guy, I was like, wow, this guy's the real fucking deal. Yeah. Good fucking guy, man. Never used his strength or, you know, to hurt people. Always trying try to teach my little brother and just a good, all around good fucking guy, man. Yeah. Not rest his soul. Hey, only a good die young, man. Yeah. You know, like you see a lot of these scumbags out there that live forever, but we get them. We got, well, another call we got Chef Lou on the line, That's I right, believe. Let's, let's check in with Chef Lou. We'll talk Let's about check the, in uh, with Chef Lou. We'll talk about the food truck. Then we'll get into our top five. Yeah. While we got Lou on and everybody on. Chef Lou. What's up? You're chewing the fat with Big Lucifer. Lucifer. I guess we don't have a Lucifer. Hello, Lou. Wait, wait. He's looking for pots and pans. Wait, is anybody out hello, there? Hello. Anybody here? Hello. What's up, Louie? Hello, hello. We got gotcha. you. He's eating a rib. <laughs> no, I was actually. 
I just cleaned <laughs> a couple of dumplings. Oh, nice. <laughs> Luke, up, do, you, do you actually wait to call us to eat and open up the food? <laughs> Is that what you do? You get the food, you put it on the counter, and the second well, you're about to eat it and open it, you're like, let me call Robin Clem now. No, I call, and then when I'm on hold, I'm like, this sucks, so let me just eat my dumplings right now. Oh, <laughs> I'm going wow. That's not fair, I actually Luke, had him from another job. Nice. So what's up, dude? Congratulations on another another uh, good food festival that you did. Yeah, good. I mean, good, even good. We, we braved the heat and everything, but it still was a success, I believe. It really was. Thank you. And thank you, man. You were fucking spectacular, brother. Good job. Thanks, pal. Thank you. Love your truck. First time I saw it, very impressed. Nice. I was... Funny because like I was like lose bailout. <laughs> Three times, like, actually. Yeah. <laughs> tell tell the story because it was pretty funny and the girl was actually so sweet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really she great. actually um she sent me an email. You know, uh, thank you again and blah blah. Uh, she has a school newspaper and um she want to know if uh, um I want to do an interview on putting together food festivals and. You know, maybe Chef Rob, I know he's very busy. Maybe he could do an interview. Anyway, so what happened is this. is um, I'm standing there with the corporate people from the mall. And it's about 105 degrees out at this point. I mean, yeah, everyone's three sneakers people are melting hugged. to the concrete. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking hot. So, you know, mother, daughter, and husband come, you know, walking towards us and you know, we stopped chatting. We're like, hey, what's up? You know, having a good time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's like, yeah, I have a little problem. I said, what's the matter? The woman says, there's nothing here for my daughter to eat. And she has a very, I forgot the name of it, but it's a very particular allergy. And I don't know, it was just a whole thing. The girl was very upset. And she said to me, you know, I'm, it's, I'm sorry, but it's really upsetting. Anytime I go someplace to eat, you know, I can't have anything. And. You know, the husband was like, we just paid $10 to get in, and now they started to get a little heated. I said, look, let's do this in steps. I said, first thing is, I'm going to give you back your $10. Don't even worry about that. And I said, look at the girl, and I said to her, you like the Food Network? And she's like, I love the Food work Network. I said, good. I said, you know when he's like celebrity chef? <laughs> <laughs> I said, um, do you ever hear of, you ever watch the next, uh, you know, Food Network store. I always start saying it, and people finish right. my sentences. So she finished the <laughs> sentence, you know. And I'm like, you know, Rob? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, would you like to meet him? And she grabbed her chest with two hands and was like, no, no, no. I'm like, yeah. I said, happens to be a good friend of mine. How about I bring you over there? You meet him, have a couple of pictures with him, and then you can go in the mall and pick up whatever you like to eat that you can eat, and next time we'll have a food truck for you. So I brought her over there, and it was like... Is that, I don't know, that, did you ever see that classical Beatles picture of the black and white, the lady with the bouffant hairdo, and she's, like, grabbing her face and ready to scratch it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about, actually. That's what this girl was getting ready when we approached the trailer. Yeah, like she's backed <laughs> up when I came out of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> she just melted. I can't believe this. I'm like, you want, yes, can we? And the mom and dad were taking pictures, like, you know, you're a big bad, bro. People just relate to you, and they just kind of diffuse the whole thing. 
And then there were the other two people. They were, I don't even know what their problem was, but I was like, you like the Food Network? And she's like, we love Food Network. I'm like, come here, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. And as I bring her forward, she's like, Chef Rob. And he's like, wow, wow. And then we get over the thing. They were kind of like almost speechless a little bit. And I'm like, hey, Rob, you got a second? You turn around. And the dude steps up and puts his hands out. He's like, I love your show, man. We watch it all the time. And she jumps in. She's like, I introduced him to your show. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was great because there's another family. They had bathing suits on. And the, the mother comes over, and she goes, oh, my God, um, can we please meet you? Our kids, we were sitting by the pool. It was all nice. We're refreshed. And they made us drive into Woodbridge. We were in, like, Middletown or something. We drove all the way here. My kids want to meet you, blah, blah, blah. I was doing – the girl wanted an autograph on one of the French fry boats. And I, you know, I was, like, to the coolest chicken jerk. She was, like, almost in tears. And we took, like, a thousand pictures. It was so great. I mean, I, you know, I love the kids, you know. It really is good, and like you have to be there to witness these things, like such as Mary's facial expression. You know, she's like so used to shit, and it's just like she's like trying that. to pour lemonade, and they're like, "Oh, Rob!" Oh! And she's just like, "Oh Christ!" Yeah, oh, Jesus, just blowing his head up more. Fuck is this? Right, brother? Every time somebody stepped up, I was like, "Hey, stop, Rob!" All in all. All in all, a fucking besides the hundred and five degree weather, you know, you you had close to like four or five thousand people come through or whatever, right? Like yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely a good number of people that walked through there. And yeah. they, absolutely um, great fucking yeah. deal, man. Clem, yeah. Clem showing up. We had to, we tasted some that, kick-ass ribs and rib, rib, a rib, a rib, <laughs> a rib. We got a rib off. <laughs> But yeah, it was good. Some good people, you know. You know, even that was cool. Even that was fun. You know, the yeah. ribs were fucking good. It you was. Know, next time around, we get a little more people in the competition. We zap it up a little bit, and you know, I, I think people are into that, man. If a few, the few people that were there because of the heat was, we did that right at the the end of the blistering part of the day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which you had to do it at that point in time anyway. But you know, I think next time around, without the heat. You know, we pop it off right. I mean, people are into that. People got into it. People fucking came up to the stage, and you know, it was cool. They love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the karaoke was pretty cool too. I mean, I had the yeah. whole with my partners and stuff. We had a whole crew of little culinary renegade kids with the shirt on and running around. Did you? And when the karaoke came on, they all were just doing the electric slide and singing and jumping around. And I was like, Mary, uh, I apologize. She goes, What? I'm like. Your kids are slowly becoming carnies. <laughs> ah, ah, I was ah, like, they're ah, going to ah, come ah. every weekend to these things, and they're going to stop meeting the same people, and they're going to, you know, it's like traveling around. It's pretty cool. So one of them runs away with a circus. Yeah. So, Lucifer, let me ask you a question. When is your next uh, food uh, truck? Uh, you next well, event? we have um, places that want to do um, an August um Oktoberfest, rather. Um, one one is being the Woodbridge Mall again. And um, there's one that wants to do in Red Bank. We just chatted with them today. And the Staten Island Mall. So actually three. So we might just light all three up at once. And just, I mean, you know, it's just a matter of placing the trucks at, 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 you know, at certain points. Right. But um, the Woodbridge one is, is probably the main focus. If they're going to really want to do something extraordinary, then we're going to just focus. And then maybe we'll save the other ones for winter or next spring or something like that. 
Yeah, they were very happy with it. I mean, the woman that runs the mall and that councilman uh, that that came over, he came to me like three times, took food home. Great guy, and he was so excited. He's like, I can't wait till we do another one. And, you know, it's good stuff. It really is. Woodbridge, they never did one in Woodbridge, which was pretty amazing. And um, they're, they're very supportive. I mean, that township is just, First time I really ever worked in a uh, with the New Jersey Township of any sort. Yeah, and, and I love the like, health. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this is the first time ever that I love the health food, the health department inspector. The guy was so amazing? great. Yeah, came on. He's laughing. He was telling me because Mary was like, "So well, is everything good?" It's only good? in New York that everybody's an asshole. Right. Yeah. And I don't mean to say yeah. that like in a bad derogatory way, but I just did. But. You know, they break they break your balls here more than anybody. Right. And the other thing too, if you call the New York City Health Department, you'll never get to talk to anybody, get the runaround. With all of these different counties in Jersey, we call the health department, someone picks up, yeah, Hi, they, can I help you? Sure, yeah. I'll get I'll get you a Jimmy. That's, that's when you become Jackie Gleason, like humana 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 yeah. like somebody picked yeah. up, like what yeah. do you say? Yeah. Like you know, this guy walked really walk my truck, he looked around and they looked at Mary, he goes, Shut it down. I can't let you open. And she was like, well, I'm like, guy, you're playing with fire because he's winking at me. He goes, I'm only kidding. You guys aren't going to kill anyone, right? You look great. Okay, see you later. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, I love these people. Yeah. They really, uh, they, you know, they, they want you to, they want you, you to work. Tell, they want you to make money. You they want you to bring <laughs> You can tell when you walk on to one of these trucks or into something if it's the right thing. Yeah. You know, you ain't got to do too much poking around. In New York, you get these guys that come in and they actually look for something. They feel like they have to get you on something. Right. Why not not get you on something and be proud that, hey, this guy's doing it right. Go ahead, man. Make your money. Yeah. Go after the fucking guys that aren't really, like, fucking doing it, you know? Because there are some shady people out there that deserve to get written up a little right. bit. Like, when you see a guy busting his ass and he's doing it right and his truck's clean, your truck is fucking immaculate. Matthew, you walk on that truck, there ain't nothing out of fucking place. It was yeah. immaculate. It's, it's like, you know, some of these people have, have a nice side of salmon sitting out in the sun yeah. that flies on it, and they're cutting it off. Yeah. There you go. But, no, it was great. Great time. You know, I loved it, and I can't wait to do another one. I'm psyched. The only thing that Thank sucks yeah, is when doing. everything's over and the smoke clears, now it's time to fucking clean up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I listen, while we got everybody on, on the phone here. Especially yeah. with Lou, because I want Lou's input on this. Let's 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 do our top five. And it's geared towards this. Big uh... BT's top five. Now, I'd imagine Lou's gonna have some interesting answers, but tonight's top five is your it's top five. Top five foods on a stick. Foods on a stick. Whether it's meat, oh. cheese, ice cream, yeah. fried, not fried. And if you watch that, have you watched that carnival thing on the, yeah. there's always some wild stuff on its deck. And, you know, if you want, I'll start it off. And I, I yeah. got to go with, I got to tell you the truth, after the food truck, I'm going to go with meatball on a stick. One of my new favorite things on a stick. Yeah. I also, I'm going to go with your classical beef on a stick. I love beef, good beef on a stick. It's fantastic. I'm going to go with a corn dog. Mm-hmm. Got to go with the corn dog. And I think even chicken on a stick is just, Fantastic, but I also there's a deep fried ice cream on a stick that's just yeah. I had it at this food carnival and it was actually ice cream, Reese's peanut butter cups, dipped in chocolate, rolled in something else, and cut. It was just 
mm-hmm. the most sickest thing on a stick that you could ever want to put in your mouth. Yeah. Besides me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'll give you mine. I mean, and yeah. it's a little weird. My number five, Lois, is a blow pop. Like, I Ooh. love, like, a good, you know, like, a good lollipop guy, but a yeah. blow pop is great. I love that. I love a bomb pop. The ice, like, a nice ice on a stick, right? You know? That was a good fucking, I gotta go bomb pop, too. I gotta say right? it's so refreshing. You got your, your blue, your yellow, your red, and right when you're spiked at the end, it snaps off, falls on the ground. Yeah. Um... I also love like a good kebab. Any kind of kebab, kebab. on Just the grill kebab, is good. Yes, absolutely. But I like it with the vegetables off of it. Yeah, I don't the, like vegetables the vegetables are always burnt and the meat is. I raw. like the vegetables on a separate stick yeah. altogether. Yep. Love the. Um, do you ever have a frozen banana on a stick? With dipped in chocolate, it's pretty good. <laughs> Somebody just asked me that same question. Never thought about using it for the mouth, but yeah, wow. Yeah, well, hey, Chris, I, I, my number one Indiana Indiana said you're missing the most important thing on a stick from Indiana a corn, a corn dog I said corn dog that was my, that was my number yeah, one I was just going to say a corn nice dog. corn dog is my number one because I said well we, we didn't hear it, the corn dog now how do they make it they make it better in Indiana how do they make it there Chris? with corn on the cob <laughs> with corn on the cob <laughs> Put on a cup. <laughs> and a little chihuahua. <laughs> I, uh, there is one other food that I love on a stick, and it's like a giant olive in a martini. I'm going to give you <laughs> one better, and I'm going to say this is going to be my, what's that, the, uh, when they call it like the runner-up, the... Oh, uh, uh, your honorable mention? My honorable mention. Rob Burmeister's bacon on a stick. Ah, I forgot about bacon on a stick. Rob Burmeister's yeah. bacon on a stick. That was fantastic. I think yeah. you brought me like four of them or five of them left over. I think I ate them all. Yeah, right, I'm changing my started, number one to bacon on a stick. Before we even started the yeah. show, I had the bacon on a stick. Yeah, bacon on a stick. They were coming out before we had the And a corn dog <laughs> is right there, one and two. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Louie, baby? Well, I, um, I'm definitely Smoke a fan of the... Um, no, no, no. I like any kind of kebabs. I do like lamb kebabs. So yeah. lamb kebab is definitely one of my favorites. Absolutely. Um, I like, I had a uh, thing in Tennessee, these like fiddler crabs. And they slid them on these little bamboo bouchures and then they sauteed them really quick in this hot Chinese oil. Now, what's a fiddler these... crab, Lou? Is that like a soft shell crab type of thing or no? It's no, a it's crab just, um... that has one big claw. It almost looks like a, a fiddle, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, I never okay. knew to eat those, but I never even knew thought to eat flying fish liver until a couple of days ago. So you know, <laughs> you're always learning. The egg sacs, yeah. All right. Yeah, what else yeah. you got, Lou? I also like um, scallops wrapped in bacon. That's a great on the stick food. That's good, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then um, the uh, what are those? Um, what the fuck are they called? I forgot. It's like a Japanese thing. It's when they thread the beef on the stick. I guess it's like another Oh, satay. Satay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think oh, of that. it's that Korean barbecue when you they give you all the sticks and shit and you're cooking oh, yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's the fucking one. There's a name for that, but that's really cool. And they always get good taste on it because, you know, you can cook it right there. And if you want it a little medium, you're eating it immediately. So. Yeah. And then corn. 
I like corn on a stick. Yeah, corn on a stick. Oh, you're in Chris's. You're in Chris's territory. You're gonna give him a heart attack. There you go. And for a corn dessert, a my all-time favorite dessert on a stick, rock candy. Mm. Rock, I like rock candy. Yeah. Rock candy. Good one. Right. Put that in the espresso. Yeah. So expensive. Did we mention? Nowadays. Did we mention? Did we mention the uh, candy apple, caramel apple, chocolate? Oh, 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 that was that was uh, that's my top ten. <laughs> Which I was kind of psyched because there was the gourmet apple lady at the Woodbridge thing, but it's she was too hot okay. to actually put out Brand the candy apple. apple. I gotta interrupt everybody because I posted tonight. I posted tonight. Top five, and apparently I'm at LA Fitness Gym posting this. I don't know how I got the location. And he's still trying to but put the screen up with his finger. Apparently I'm at LA Fitness Gym right now talking about your top five favorite foods on a stick. Okay. <laughs> top five foods on a stick you can sneak into the gym. Yeah. Gabagool. That's a good one. Cotton candy. I was just saying that when they said candy apple, yeah. I was like, how That's about a cotton candy? Stick. Yeah, but in what LA Fitness, what do they got in LA Fitness? Like uh, protein on a stick? No, they have like uh, lettuce. Pork belly. Yeah, protein on a stick. Bull sweat on a stick. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, well, look what we got Annette on here. So, let's check her out. What are your top five things on a stick, Annette? Oh, and I wrote them down when everybody's saying them. Corn dogs, rock candy, um, satay, ice cream. However, i got to say my favorite thing is a marshmallow. Yeah. Put a marshmallow on a stick and burn that bad boy. Absolutely. You know what's even better? You get a rake. You put marshmallows on all the teeth of the rake, and then you can have about 15 of them. The fuck is it matter? <laughs> I can picture you sitting there with a rake, too. That's the point. Yeah, like, what's the way you eat one and you're like, I got to wait again? You get the marshmallows. You got to put a couple of hot dogs in each one. Wait, yeah, yeah, that's so bad. Absolutely. There we go. White trash campfire. That's what that's <laughs> yeah. White trash campfire. All right, let's pick up another call. I think we got a 201 call. I think I know what it is. You're chewing the fat. What's your uh, top five here? What is up, stranger? How you doing there, Chef Jess? I am doing fabulous. Actually, I'm going to out you, Rob, because you know what? You watched the Ellen DeGeneres show because she just had highlighted on her show Rick Marshall's on six. So you watched Ellen. I know it. I just outed you. No. No. I didn't. I watched watches Ellen. I watched Ellen. I did not see that episode. I must have missed it on the DVR. I saw the episode with Ellen where she was had vaginas on her finger. Okay. <laughs> Kitchen. The blueberry. She was the blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> the blueberry. Have you come over and squeeze your berries? 
So, yeah, Jess, how's, uh, how's the job? What are you, looking for another job or something? You went on an interview? What's going on? I did, actually. Um, you know what? I went to the dark side, but guys. I, uh, I, I had a real bad year with, like, really kind of pig owners and, like, bosses of mom and pops, and I was, it, it broke me down a lot. So I went to uh, the Garden State Plaza, which is a big mall around northern New Jersey where I live, and uh, I went into the Shake Shack. And I just got, like, myself a limeade, whatever. So pleasant. Everyone was so happy to be there. I was like, Benny Meyer's restaurant. So I come out as a goof, sent in my resume, got a call back, and uh, they pay very well. And I got hired to be the general manager of Shake Shack with benefits and really good salary. So I went to the dark yeah, side, but I, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, uh, who was that? Uh, who, David Burke? No. Um, Holberg? Uh, Danny Meyer. No. Yes, Danny, Danny Meyer. Meyer. That's it. And they're going all yeah. over the place, that shake. Balls to the fucking wall, Now, you get baby. benefits, too, with that? Absolutely. Yeah, I got full benefits, and um, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't let it go. I have to do it. I know it's not appropriate no, you at all. You mean anything not to let it go. It's, it's 68K. Yeah, and you got to look at it this way. Do you really yeah, want to so- be in a fucking <laughs> a hot, sweaty <laughs> kitchen, sweating your you-know-what off? When you can be making yeah. almost 70000 for fucking standing in front of the house. Come on. Right. I tell you what, yeah. once you let go of the dream that you're going to change the world with food, I've done it. It's so yeah. relaxing. Like, you have a regular life. When you want to take off, you don't have to find someone to cover you. Yeah. You call in, ah, oh, I'm sick today or whatever, or I'm taking vacation this time, and the boss doesn't go, you can't take it off. Like, it's all legit. The real world yeah, is totally pretty pleasant. It is. No, and they're, they have, like, uh, stuff for dogs, and they are really big into charities, which I love. They're, there's, like, no antibiotics. Not that I'm, like, doing commercials for them, but they, they have, like, all the kind of things that I look, I look for into a restaurant that, like, is clean cut. And the guy who interviewed me, Super Pleasant, said, you know what? At the end of the day, this is just burgers, fries, and fucking custard. He's like, you know, we're not curing fucking cancer here. I want people to come in with a pleasant attitude and just sell our food. I said, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, when I was when I was filming the uh, finale of Food Network Spa, a hotel was right across the street from a giant Shake Shack, and I waited online for about an hour. And I didn't care because I was flying out the next day. I bought about fifty dollars worth. I had like five different burgers. A peanut butter yeah. chocolate Why is every time I notice you go to these places, it always starts off with, I spent about $60. I put six of these, 11 of those. Because I can't, like, if I know I'm not going to get it enough. Can't buy one? No, because I want to try different things. So, and I get up to this water, and the kid's like, oh, my God, I've seen you on Cut Row Kitchen. And I'm like, yeah, I'm out of here with whatever. And boom, he got my order. Now, let me ask you a question. And even even this applies for you, Justin. Do you hate it when people don't recognize you from Food Network Star in Hell's Kitchen? Because I had someone come to me the other day too. Oh my God, you were on Cutthroat. What about Hell's Kitchen? The two I love the Cutthroat fans. The magazine. Like you recognize me on Cutthroat Kitchen. Really? Some lady came up to me at the food festival. Yeah. A lady came up to me at the food festival and was like, oh my God, I loved you on Chopped. I'm like, you never saw my Chopped. She goes, I watch every Chopped episode and you did the thing with the peaches and that you said... You'd rather, you know, you'd like boxing if it was an exercise. She knew all my lines. I'm like, holy shit, that was 2009. Wow. I was like, yeah, it's wild. 
No, it is. I mean, what, I actually told this story the other day to somebody uh, because in Westwood, and uh, where I live in New Jersey, they're all really pretentious and like they're all assholes, and you don't want to waitress at any place in northern New Jersey because the like housewives are really nasty. So when I was on any show, nobody really said anything to me. I got the job at Charlie Palmer's in New York City. I was like totally psyched to go there, met Charlie Palmer, everything like that. When I went to go get a coffee to make sure Charlie that I was like, on the oven, I, I went into the all bomb pan and I got myself a coffee and they said, Holy shit, Jessica, you were on Hell's Kitchen. And that was in New York City. People in Westwood were like, Oh, fuck you. But in New York City, yeah. people were just like, they're like, oh my god, you're awesome. Oh my god. I'm like, oh, oh my god, New York City. That's like, that's the place where, you know, like, fucking Frank Sinatra said, come on, Clem. You make a dick. Right, anyway. New York City is the place where you are on a major show and they don't want you to do any news because it's like not that big. Hey, right. you're on these exactly. shows. But yeah, but yeah. people watch it. People watch those shows religiously. And, you know, I've seen it with, with Clem. And I didn't think it would happen to me what with the Food Network star, but you just get people out of nowhere that just know everything about you, and they yeah. know your lines. And uh, it's still Clem to this day. People are like, Hell's Kitchen. It's great. Yeah, no. That, well, that was wrong with you. I saw like on Facebook that you had that like chick that was right next to you in traffic. It was like, you're the lunch lady. <laughs> that, was, that was crazy. I mean, you know, um, my girlfriend Mary's youngest daughter, she's 14, and, and I said something. She, she's like, you're not a celebrity. I'm like, All right, whatever. And then someone, uh, another kid went, oh, yeah? Well, only celebrities have people almost killing them on the highway just to say hello. I was like, now you're <laughs> talking. <That's great." laughs> High five. <laughs> no, that's awesome. No, it is. I mean, I, I hate Hell's Kitchen, actually. Because Hell's Kitchen, um, I actually was at a job paying rent week thing of it, like kind of a bar type place. And the bartender was just like, how is Hell's Kitchen? In the Jersey accent. How is Hell's Kitchen? Was it, was it hard? Was he mean? I hate those questions. Is he mean? Right. What was it like being It's like, all right, all right, come on. <laughs> right. But, but, uh, yeah, it's, you know. Well, how was it like he yell at you? No. He yell at you? It's well, it's also right. the Come same on. when, like, people play a character in a TV show, and then people, like, go up to them and they're, like, mad at them, calling them the, the character on that show. Like, how could yeah. you do that to whatever? And, like, why'd you shoot JR and all Fuck that? Fuck off, you, you fat, useless sack of fucking Yankee, Yankee doodle shite. That's what we well, are. Yeah, you <laughs> so I got I got to say there is I was listening to um, Boomer and Cotton the other morning. Okay. Yeah. And they use our clip. Get out! Nice. <laughs> I'll even do it something. Like get out! I'm like holy shit, that's pretty cool. Nice. Not that hard, but yeah. you know. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I'm so super proud of your food And yeah. Rob, if you need anyone to help you with the food truck in the meantime, because I don't start until uh, middle of September, if you need some help, my ass will be down there and sling out whatever food that you need to be slinging out. Nice. Thank with the you. old smile on my face. <laughs> so It's so fun, though. It really is a different – I'm glad I'm getting to do all the things I always wanted to do of kitchens, like, you know, barbecue competitions, chili and stuff. But this food truck, I always wanted to do it. <laughs> And it's such a great yeah. life. It's like everyone's just hanging out and eating outside. You actually yeah. get to talk to the people. <laughs> yeah, you to talk to people, and it's like relaxed, comfortable, fun food. It's not like, oh, <laughs> my steak is overcooked or whatever. The right. yeah. 
Stein wants to know if you can make the fries a little more crispy. Right. It's hard. I mean, I got a couple of nasty people. Give me an order of French fries. I'm like, I don't have fries. Give me a burger. I don't have a burger. Read the menu. It's like four things I'm doing today. What was your opening menu? I did uh, meatballs on a stick, and you can get them Italian. It had nice marinara and rolled in Parmesan cheese. I had Swedish meatballs on a stick. I had Asian meatballs on a stick, and nice tight chili sauce and sesame. I had buffalo, dipped in buffalo sauce and blue, you know, had blue cheese on the side, and Wait I did. Then fucking and buffalo barbecue. till you break. Yeah, and barbecue. Nice. I'm gonna hit you with a fucking. Awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna go downstairs and get a fucking stick and fucking hit you over there with a meatball. Oh. So why do I only get the fucking Asian ones? I don't know. Who? I don't even know. I was talking to you. I think when people gave you, and then I did. I did Frito pie with the chili, cheese, and sour nice. cream and the bacon Fritos. Love, yeah, definitely. That's the big one. It was good. And then I did uh, like a giant fat hot dog with chili, bacon, cheese, barbecue sauce, and jalapenos. And uh, smothered nachos. And it was good. Yeah, everything was chili, cheese, and bacon. You had to like, yeah. to put right. in the oven, so I mean, like, it was like uh, kind of low prep for you. You had all the meatballs, maybe all you had to do was kind of top it, right? So it wasn't the like yeah, yeah. Out. We had like the big beans, and we just dip the whole stick yeah. in there and then slap it out. Basically, you had this big fat hot dog and these great little balls, honey. It was spectacular. Yeah, cotton <laughs> the, the balls. We had to change Tom, we're not talking about like... your undergarments, all right? We're not talking about beneath the pants. We're talking about the food. Keep it clean. Yes, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> <Cotton> balls. <laughs> Well, it was, it was, you know, good stuff. We had some lemonade, some iced tea, and it was sweaty balls. Sweaty. But I did, we did come up with, and we're doing it at the next event next week down in uh, at Lorita Winery, is we're doing the meatballs on a stick. We're calling them bacon cheeseburger, and we're dipping them in the cheese sauce and then rolling it in bacon. Wow. And then we did it with the hot dog, too, and it was fin- fucking phenomenal. So it's like a savory so. truffle almost, but with like a meatball. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Now, where's this going to be? That's awesome. It's at uh, Lorena awesome. Winery in New Egypt, New Jersey, down by... Uh, where the fuck is New Egypt, New Jersey? It's by like uh, uh, the uh, uh, Great Adventure Australia, around Brooklyn? like down there. <laughs> down by like Jackson and stuff, I think. Okay. I went to the Bacon Fest there last year. The place was packed. It was great. There was trucks, lines on every truck. And everyone ran out of food, and I made, that's what I said, I got to get a truck, because I know why there's lines. It's not because the food is great. It's because yeah. the food You're waiting a long time, yeah. Yeah. I told you, I went to the food. Bing, 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 yeah. bing, 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 Yep, we got Twitch, CRW Kitchen. We got Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. But, uh, yeah, and I'm going to do it right on now? all my who, pages. Who's helping out right now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good, you know. I mean, yeah. I like the life. I like the life. I just don't like the cleanup after it. So I hope I make enough money where I can get a kid to clean up. 
know, yeah. Well, no, I mean, when you, you know with any business, when you first start out, like a restaurant even or a food truck, that you're the person, you're the hands-on, and then after you get your regular recipes down and how you want to operate it, then you hire people because you can hire them the way that you want them to make it, and then you can kind of take off and do your own thing and rely on your staff. So right. it takes Jeff, time to kind of get yourself Let me, let me get off the situated. subject here and ask you a question. We talked about your top five favorite things on a stick. Food on a stick. Food on a stick. And I'm curious yeah. to see what your favorite food on a stick is, your top five favorite things on a stick. You know, I, I was listening when you guys were saying that, and uh, I, you know, I might come up with some repeat offenders, but uh, I do love the uh, chocolate-covered banana on a stick. I love that. It's nice. Fabulous. So good. Yeah. Um, I love pussy puffs because blow puffs, you have to chew the gum and you can't swallow gum because, you know, when you're a child, you get Ooh, this and I'm like, it's going to stuck. And, like, I, I, I'd rather have a pussy puff so I know that I can actually, like, it's, the gum's not going to get stuck in my system because that myth in childhood, just like cooties, uh, I can't do it. Um, I do love saute. Um, I like fried pickles on a stick. Ooh. Yeah. I'll give you a Even a regular pickle on a stick is it just makes it a hundred times better. Definitely. Than a regular pickle. And I went to the pickle fest. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, pickle, oh my god, pickle on a stick, I fried pickle on a stick with like a nice like tempura batter, we like a chipotle. I know chipotle only is like silver done now, but like dipping on that or whatever sauce to come up with, absolutely fabulous. But I, I don't know if you guys saw, I'm obsessed with French dip. And I've never seen it, but if you could make a French dip. Did you just say you love French dip? What did you say? A French dip? I just said French dip. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I, I, you know, I, I don't like the French. They have small dicks and they smoke too much. So a, a French dip on the stick and then have the no. on the side. Oh, mm, my goodness. I don't know how you do it. Well, you can kind of imagine how to get that prime yeah. rib sliding in properly you know with, like, the, the bun. Dip was, do you know where the French dip was originated? <laughs> Italy. No? Hey, Clem. Hey, Clem. Yeah. Hey, Greece, because the Greeks take it from behind all the time. <laughs> well, no, it was actually in California oh. somewhere, and when we got when, when we got booted out of Hell's Kitchen, I was only out for a day, but... We went to the original French dip place. I forget the Is name of it. Is it the Brown Derby? No, no, no. It's in Los Angeles somewhere. And we all went to it, and they had, like, a lamb one. And it was weird because you can get a lamb, a pork, or the French, the classic French dip, iced tea lemonade yeah. already poured in a cup, and they just dip and hand you, dip and hand you. Seven registers, seven lines, wow. 20 people deep. For the entire two hours that we were there, the lines did not move, did not go down. Well, that's like pinkies in uh, Los Angeles, the hot dog place, yeah. yeah. Pigs, yeah, pigs. Google, what's the, where does the original French tip sound? I think it was the Regal Beagle. You the Jack it. Tripp, Chef Jack Tripper came up so with Jack the French Tripper, yes, the French Hey, 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 hey uh, Chris from Ohio said so you forgot to mention one thing on a stick. What? Nobody mentioned about a fondue restaurant, fondue. Ooh, fondue is not bad. Fondue is a fondue. Yo, well, yeah, thank you. Yes, Rob, I agree. I don't mind. There, there's a melting pot right near me, and uh, they're hiring. And I'm Someone like, mentioned I don't... tie stick. Having a joint. Tie stick. Having a joint. Tie stick. That's t
You know what though? I do like I do like foods that come on edible sticks. A lot of people are doing the uh, pretzel rod as a as a stick now. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no waste. Philippe, that's it. Philippe, Philippe's in Los Angeles. Philippe's, that's where it comes from. That's the original yeah. French dip sandwich. Well, that, I mean, that's, that's a different topic altogether of, like, meat-to-bread ratio. So I don't know how you get the meat-to-bread ratio perfect on a stick. But... Well, we were talking about, you were talking about the French dick. And, uh, you know, that's... Well, the, the, French, the French dick is uh, Marcus Pierre White, right? Yes. <laughs> exactly. That is a good French dick right there. <laughs> All right, well... Let's, uh, since we're, everyone's, you know, having a little argument and stuff, I think we're going to get into a food fight. Let's do it. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Stop hitting it, clap. It's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. So we're talking about dick on a stick here, and, uh, what? you know, <laughs> what the hell that? So, favorite things on a stick, I mean, you had mentioned the corn dog was your, was really your favorite. Yeah. Now, I don't know, I, I was always partial to the corn dog. I, for me, I'm just a straight-up hot dog kind of guy. I'd rather go with just a regular hot dog than a hot dog on a stick, man. I don't know why, and I love everything else on a stick, but I got to go with hot dog. Right. Well, you know why I love, like, if I'm going to win that argument, it's because you can make a hot dog at your house, and it's a pain in the ass to make a corn dog True. at your house. True. So that's, that's kind of why I'm going that way. Okay. So, all right. So that's, how about you, Jess? Well, I think that if you, Clem, you, you're worrying me because a hot dog on a stick sounds like a gay torture device, and I don't think I would want just a plain hot dog on a stick because... Yeah, but uh, only if it swirls around. <laughs> well, you can make it like a, a ripper and make it like kind of curl a little bit, so I don't there know. That makes me a concern. Uh, I, I definitely, in my days of eating corn dogs, I appreciate a nice battered corn dog and then dress it appropriately because when you get a hot dog in a stick without any bun or anything like that, it's too, like, it's not slimy, but the texture and, like, the, the way that the meat comes out of, like, a fryer or however they do it or a dirty water, it's just, like, kind of gross. <laughs> There's something about that dirty water dog that's good, though. Yeah, but not yeah, well, without we'll bun. Next week I got the, I got a hot dog on a stick, but it's, like, you know, I'm going to crisp it up nice, have all the cuts in it where it looks like something, looks like a Chinese finger prison. Or you can do like a mini hot dog on a stick and get those, uh, the, the croissants, the Pillsbury croissants. Wait, what am I going to do with a mini hot dog on a stick, sweetie? Frozen cheesecake on a stick. Frozen, ooh, frozen cheesecake on a stick. That was a good one. Yeah. All right. So well, if you make, if you make mini hot dogs on a stick and, and they're encrusted in the uh, French paste or in the uh, Pillsbury croissants, then you can call them Asian dicks on a stick. <laughs> All right, so who else do we have here? Who else do we have on here? We got uh, Frank. We got Clem's brother. What do you, a regular hot dog or a corn dog? Uh, 
I'm going with either. I'm going with the shish kebab, shrimp, chicken, and steak. Oh, 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 you can't go with a fucking Bravo. fish kebab. You got to pick one. A hot dog or a corn dog? I'll go with the corn dog. If I got to go, I got to go with the corn uh, dog. I'll go with the fucking corn dog. Uh, Louie, Louie. Um, I think corn dogs are the most disgusting thing. Uh, that I've Rob. There's just something right. about the corn. I think what it is is that when you bite it, that cornmeal is Sweet, soaked with salty, that. It's so good, yeah. I love this comment on Facebook. My boy Tony says Italian hot dogs. There is no other hot dog. <laughs> hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. See, you said Italian dog. sausage on a stick, then I might go your way. But hot dog versus corn dog, mm. Listen, you can't handle this Italian sausage on a stick. You need two sticks. <laughs> My Italian sausage need a stick. Yeah, trip. That was my other thing. I just wanted to do all sausages on a stick. And my meatball. Yeah, with sauces and peppers, almost like a kebab. Uh, kebab. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. I got to tell you, on Facebook, hot dogs is, is a landslide. Hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. Hot dog with kraut mustard, hot dog. Filet, I don't know what that means. Hot dog. <laughs> filet, hot dog. That's the, uh, that's the uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Hot dog yeah. with, so nice yeah. filet, hot dog with filet ketchup. Wiener. Hot dog with ketchup. Lou said hot dog, right? A breakfast hot dog. <laughs> yes. I got a corn dog. I got a corn dog, corn dog. My right. man Al Catulo from AM Radio. Love him. Yeah, there you go. Now, I do want, while we're talking about I just want to wish well my buddy Dom Tessarino from Season 11 of Food Network Star. Had, got a little dehydrated and heat stroke at the, um, oh. his, the, door, the back door of his, of his car. He had to keep it closed because the wind was blowing his uh, pilot lights out. So I'm he was like in a hot box, and he just started cramping up. And uh, the, EMTs, the, the EMTs wanted to send him to the hospital, but he was like, no way. He went to the mall for a couple of hours at the AC, drank some Gatorade water, and he came back. So, you know, Dom, we're thinking about you. I hope you feel yeah, better. I hope everything is all good for you, Dom. He's great. Right. He, he, he does have that great pasta sauce. What about our uh, Illinois guy there, wherever he's from, Idaho? Indiana. Oh, from Idaho. It's Chris Love. Chris Love. Chris, Chris Love. What's the part? What's the one we go? What's the, what are we going with? A corn dog or what else? A corn dog or a hot dog? Chris, he's gonna like the corn Indiana. dog. He's got a corn. Indiana he's going with a corn dog. I mean, that's a that's a straight up answer. Corn dog. Fucking redneck cocksucker. Because <laughs> 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 my brother wants a hot dog. Everybody's not winning them. <laughs> yeah, I'm only joking, Chris. We love you, baby. We, we love, love Indiana because we got uh, hey, David Letterman. Hey, David Letterman hey, came hey, out. This guy can joke like there's no tomorrow. He's the only guy from Indiana that can joke like there's no tomorrow. He's drinking a glass of wine. He's and he's thinking about a, now. He wants to go get a corn dog. <laughs> That's what we do, man. We make people hungry. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, well, so I mean, it's a, it's a tough one here. Hey, does corn does a corn dog go with a glass of white or red? <laughs> I think it goes with a nice uh, Michelob. Those with a beer. Waste and vanilla. Get a bottle of Rizzling and make the whole Well, I got here. A guy, Paul, says both have their virtues. 
All right, whatever. And then Steve Hager, there's one thing I've learned from watching many different Anthony Bourdain shows, and that is that every hot dog is special in its own way. Nice. That was a good answer. Yeah. That was a good answer. I mean, there is. I mean, I'll eat, I'll eat a thousand. I don't think there is a wrong way to make a hot dog. No. I will say that. But if it was dirty water dog versus corn dog, I would be all over the dirty water dog. Well, Did hey, you see the uh, the uh, the top uh, 15 hot dogs on, uh, I think it was Bon Appetit. I don't know if you agree with it. But number one was um, Boar's Head. Hot dogs was the number one. I, I agree they're in the top five. Yeah, they could be. I, I like I, I'm a big fan now of the Hebrew National. Hebrew National okay. is one of my top favorites of all time. Thumans. And they use it. Thumans. Thumans, they use them at um, Rutz Hut. Rutz Hut. Yeah. And they do not repeat on you. Yeah. I do yeah. like Sabret Thumans. Nathan's is a good hot dog, too, man. Come on. Yeah. Nathan's got a good yeah. dog. I like those. I like those. Hey, the winner is in. Hey, the winner is in. You got to burn the shit out of them on the barbecue and they're fucking great. Hey, Chris from Indiana said it's a bread all the way. New York hot dog. My man, 50 grand. Chris Love. Chris Love is in the house. Chris Love is in the house, yo. What'd you say? Chris has a little weed. Clem, have you ever tried to make your own hot dog? No, but I played my own hot dog. I've tried to. Actually, the guy that worked on the truck with me this weekend, my buddy uh, Mike Osga, great chef. He's trying to open up a grass-fed butcher shop now. He made great hot dogs. He had the bull chopper, and he made delicious fucking hot dogs. Yes. Now, and I really? watched him make it, and I was like, I can never. I don't have the patience for that shit. I will say this. We tried to make him in, when I worked at Severoli. We have what they call a buffalo chopper. Yeah. And it grinds everything. And we tried making our own dogs, and we did more like mortadella, uh, pork jowls, a couple different things he put in there. And, and I will say this. Yes. We got the taste down. was phenomenal. But I couldn't get the texture right. It was a little it was too more soft. Like a sausage. It didn't have that, yeah. didn't have that snap. I couldn't get what the fucking the texture thing? right. What was that? Did you use what an was actual casing, or was it a... I don't remember. To be honest, I, I don't remember, because I was really... So at the time my boss. <laughs> but we tried making I remember we tried making hot dogs one day. We played around all day. It was one of those off days and uh we got the taste it was phenomenal. It was really a great fucking hot dog. But I and not so much the outside of the snack was the inside of the hot dog itself was a little Mushad. Soft. It wasn't yeah. it was good and it was right, but it was too soft. Yeah, Jeff yeah, you have to have that snap. That's a that's what Rutz says. They, they have yes, a snap. Yes. You ain't got a thing. You ain't got that thing. All right. Well, here we go. We got regular with all the fixings. We got okay. another one, regular hot dog, well done and crispy. Then we got a corn dog with a K. And then someone else, corn dog, unless it's Nathan's, then hot dog. <laughs> okay. So we'll give one each. Yeah. What's the difference but between I, Ethan's and, like, all the other hot dogs? So I never had, like, actually, I never went to Coney Island. The original Nathan's dog. dog started, I don't know how many years ago. It's 100. Yeah, this 100 year was 100 ago. years, yeah. And it's just something about a Nathan's dog. It's it's the snap. It's the, you know, even, how about a Grace Papaya dog? Yeah. Oh, that. yeah. Man, that's, that's, like all, that's all casing. It's yeah. awesome. I love it. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what about Nathan's is... They repeat on me. There's so much garlic in there or whatever it is that it really gives me the odds, but it's delicious. 
Yes, actually, yeah, Farron actually introduced me to it. I don't mind getting Ajita if it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I hate getting Ajita when it's not worth right. it. Like here, I got someone just said both, but you need size eight dogs. Yes, those eight to ten. Yeah. Yeah, the bigger, the, well, well, the bigger the better. Hey. <laughs> it's an eight to ten, eight to one. What do you call them? Eight to one, eight to a pound, it's eight to one. Yeah. Eight to one. And what about the toppings yeah. on your uh, your Clemenza? You're going for the hot dog, so what about the toppings? What are we gonna do with it? My ultimate favorite topping, no matter what, is good New York style red onions, and I happen to make yeah. some of the best onions and sauce you will ever fucking eat in your life. And I think it's mm-hmm. that. And it's done with just tomato paste, ketchup, and a couple of other simple ingredients that I'll never tell anybody because it's just one of my things that I do very well. And it's just, I don't look, I don't mind the chili on a dog. The problem with the chili dog is it overtakes the taste of the hot dog. People always dump right. all this huge amount of chili on. No. Yeah, you that was a me nice yesterday. Light little Love spoon it. of chili. Yeah. And you can taste the hot dog, taste the chili. But I got to still go with onions. That red onion. Oh, here's another great combination. Try this. Yellow, uh, yellow mustard, sauerkraut, and relish. Yeah. Uh, well, if I'm in a cart, I get onions, relish, ketchup, and mustard. Ketchup on one side, mustard on the other. Roll wiener around. Get kraut, onions, and relish, and that's it. Call do it this. Do one with ketchup, mustard, and onions, and then do one with mustard, sauerkraut, and relish. Yeah, I love relish. Now, Rutt's Hut relish is a secret recipe. You can buy it from them. But they won't yeah. tell you. It's like yellow. It's almost like it's ground up cabbage and French's mustard. What was I cannot find this anymore? At least the brand that's good. There was something called a hamburger relish, and it was red, and it was fucking delicious. And I see it out. And I bought one the other day, and it was horrible. I can't remember the one I got. It was I literally. Was it Heinz? I don't know. I don't think it was Heinz. It was just red relish stuff, and it was fantastic. Yeah. Even a pepper so relish. Too sweet, pepper but not relish too sweet. Yeah. Exactly. If it's overly sweet, it kind of ruins it. Right, well, we got someone here. It says we got another. It says hmm, can't come down on one side or the other here, because yeah, corn dog, but then yeah, dirty water dog. So, well, it's funny because I used to ask my father when I was a kid. I would be like, Dad, what makes it a dirty water dog? And he would just simply go, those guys are in that truck or a cart for hours. Did you ever see him go to the bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) But I actually, and then when I had my potato chip route, we'd eat hot dogs all the time. And I started asking guys, and a lot of them put cream soda in their water to make it dirty. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I said that'd be pretty good. Why not? Yeah. You try. We got I mean, you we got someone saying a Chicago dog. We got someone saying a Chicago dog. Those are fantastic. Well, celery salt, those little was it Cipollini or Chichini peppers or whatever, and the pickle slice and that neon green relish. Yeah. Chopped onions, pickle, and tomato. What is it? Chopped onions, pickle, and tomato. They say they drag it through the garden. That's where they get that term from. For the Chicago dog, they say it's dragged through the garden, and it's got tomato slices, a pickle wedge, those little pepperoncini peppers, um, celery salt, chopped white onion, and then that neon green relish. relish. Which I don't know. I've never been able to see it or get it. I mean, of course, I've got regular green relish, but I've never seen that neon green relish. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've seen it. I've never. It's got to be food coloring. I mean, neon green relish. Looks it on the bowl on a stick. Yes. 
Okay, what here we go. Neon really green relish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what happened, Jess? No, no, I was gonna say like uh, two years ago. Remember when like you know grilled cheese had his pet run with like the big food trend, and then like hot dogs actually had a run, and people yeah. were putting like different shit on hot dogs, and they were doing like the, the buffalo, and they were doing like a Philly cheesesteak one, making them like you know fat sandwiches, and uh, I don't know what their base was for most of their stuff, and I don't know anybody that who sells a hot dog that doesn't just. Sure, like buy it from a supplier. Um, it's just, right. like, it's fascinating. I never thought about it that way. <laughs> have you ever gone to Wegmans supermarket? Yeah. They yeah. have a hot dog section in their butcher shop. They have veal hot dog. It's like white, pink, bright red. They have well, a million like, different hot there's, dogs. There's a place I just watched on the hot dog thing called Hot Dogs. Hot Dogs out in California, and I, I believe it's California. And um, he does an alligator dog, a bison dog. Yeah. Right. And he's got all these kind of fucking dogs, man. There was another yeah. place in Long Island, and I, I wish it, it was in Patchogue. I know it's in Patchogue. And you went into this place, there was nothing but hot dogs and brats and worse hanging from the entire ceiling. It was like That's a fat cool. guy dream. You walk in there. Jeffrey Zama's refrigerator? I don't know. It could have been Jeffrey. Yeah, it could have been. Could have very well been. But I'm telling you. And they would give you all these hot. They would give you like the hot dogs, different hot dogs to taste. They were already cooked, obviously. And they snap them off. I give you a little piece of hot dog as you walk through. And it was just the yeah. most incredible thing you ever saw. All right. Well, here. Hey, let Quan, me give you, you a ever, Hey, Quan, did you ever hear of this hot dog? Believe it or not, you know my girl is from Brazil. She said to me, "You okay. guys don't know how to eat a hot dog. A Brazilian hot dog." I said, "What the heck is that?" You don't they bite got it. Mayonnaise. You just shove it to they, they whack the, <laughs> <laughs> they they got, the hot dog. <laughs> They got potato chips. They got uh, cheese. Uh, they got uh, mayonnaise, ketchup. I mean, everything is on the hot dog except for the hot dog. Yeah, I see. In Brazil, I, I love that shit. Like even like the hot dog I was making. I know like it's better with a little bit of everything so you can taste it. But I'm sorry when you see the person's face and you can barely lift that hot dog and it's like whoa. That's, and you, that's hey, what I hey Robbie, they, hey Rob, you got to go to Brazil because they put everything on the hot dog except for the fucking kitchen sink. Everything on <laughs> yes. it. I was like, how the I fuck do I eat that right. hot dog? I can't eat it. I can't taste it. She says, well, that's because you as Americans are not eat a hot dog. I said, well, how do you taste <laughs> the dog? Unbelievable. Uh, I'm gonna do that potato chip thing. I think. Yeah. Oh no, hey Rob, Rob, listen, the one you got to get, the Brazilian Jews, it looks like the little French fry. In the bag. If you go to Brazil, yes. that's what they use. Uh, yes. Like like the Dali Fresh potato sticks. Yes. Yeah. Yep. They use that in Brazil. Yep. That's so the one. I found I found a recipe for the neon green first. relish right now, and because I always wondered, I never even thought to look it up, and it is. It's cucumbers, which they don't even use pickles. It's cucumbers, onion, red pepper, green pepper, sea salt, whatever, water. Sugar. Oh, they're making, I say, they're going to make their own pickle. White vinegar, celery seed, mustard seed, corn flour, more water. But granted, it's green food coloring. Green food coloring is what makes it neon green. Now, I, I don't know. Like, that's, that's, that's I guess weird. it's pretty cool. I guess it's a neon green food coloring. Well, I mean, they have green beer. Why not make green relish? Who knows? <laughs> You know, it'd be really cool um, if you like did a corn dog with like the like corn flakes or like even frosted flakes because it's like sweet and savory 
and like right. mix it with some bacon and like kind of roll it up and make that your batter and do like a corn dog with like uh, you know frosted flakes and call it the great corn dog. <laughs> it's great. Well, Jay Dakota from uh, last season of Food Network Star said both, please. Okay. He's a, he's another you know portly man like ourselves. He's pretty good. Well done, hot dog. What's the terminology portly? Well, I don't want to say, you know, because we don't know him well enough to say that he's one of us fat guys, but, you yeah. know. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of people are going hot dog. Uh, hot dog, Dawn's hot dogs from the truck, Skippy, Skippy's truck okay. uh, hot dogs. Some people never had a hot dog, corn dog. Yeah. Oh, crazy. All right, so I think uh, hot dog might have won that one. <laughs> the r- regular hot dog. But I like the... See, that's the thing. I'd love to make that shit on my truck, but I took the fryer later off because I don't want to have a fryer on because that's even more cleanup. It's official. Hot, Hot dog. dogs with it. Well, you can do the uh, cocktail frank every every day, any day, with a little bit of that honey cup mustard brushed onto uh, now, the Pillsbury oh. croissants and then put on and wrap it up. Put it on a, like a mini toothpick, so it's not—it's technically on a stick, and you can do that as like a little F to entice people to your main yeah. ingredients. Well, that's one of my favorite. Like, I hate going to weddings and stuff, but I love it at a cocktail party. You can give me all the fanciest <laughs> shit in the world, but when the fucking pigs in a blanket come out, I'm tipping the waitress to come I to me first. I want to do footlongs in a blanket. Oh. Why not do footlongs well, in a blanket? Let's really get busy. Here. We do that. I do that. At home all the time with the croissant dough. The yeah, you lay in your bed, you bring yeah. up a pack of hot dogs. Yeah. You got a jar of mustard on the fucking yeah, nightstand. My mini, my mini fryer, and I got a uh, my set of forget. And you dip it in the fucking peanut butter. <laughs> oh man. You know. You guys are gonna die like Elvis. <laughs> right on the pot. Good, good. <laughs> you know what? I'd, I'd rather die. I'd rather live a fast fifty than a slow hundred. I don't want to be ninety. Getting my hot dog pureed <laughs> up and have to take the salt out. Funny, first, my father you know? used to say that. He used to say the expression is, 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 is better, fast quarter is better than a slow dollar. Yeah. And I know it's even more ironic, you guys. Today is the anniversary of Elvis's death. Doodly doo. Wow. 1977. Doodly doo. I'm going to go play that number tomorrow. Philly, play that number. 1977. <laughs> Put that in your phone. 815 for Julia Child's birthday. 815, 1977. <laughs> Seriously, play that. 815, I want to challenge you guys one thing before I know that you're coming. I don't know if you're coming to an end yet, but um, I want to challenge Clem. Okay, I want to challenge Clem and Rob to who could say hello like Julia Child better. All right. Hello. See, I can't do it. I know Rob's going to be talking. Yeah. And here I'm going to say it with her with her husband's penis in her mouth. <laughs> now you've had a lot of practice with that, I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm a wiener guy. Now who remembers 
the hot dog contest that Robert Rice and I got into. Oh. So I did the hot dog eating contest. I got to tell you, I've never seen anybody stick wieners down there so fast in a mermaid. I'll tell you. I thought I would be the champion then. I would swallow them like there's no tomorrow. I know. And I even looked at him and said, wow, this is how chicks feel, huh? A train. I couldn't get him down quick enough. Burmites and totally took me out of the fucking running. Oh, man. <laughs> what was I doing? Staggle, pushing, two foot, and what do you call that? water. That's your problem. Pushing bottom. <laughs> I actually have a have the uh, the whole thing that we'll play at do the we end have of the show. On, do we have that as one video? We have it on video. Somebody video that. Who videoed that? Um, Nina was in video. Yeah, well, that was uh, we had Crazy Lights Conti and uh, Badlands Booker from yes. the. Nathan's eating contest on the phone, commentating on it, and they were dead on. They knew it was happening. We really need to put together a reel with all the fucking people we had on and all the great. We need a fucking reel. So if anybody's out there listening and wants to do some uh, pro bono work for Big and Beefy here and wants to put together a reel of the best of Big and Beefy for us, let us know. We'll hook you up somehow. Yeah. What? I, I tell you what, like Bring that was Frito Pie from Burmeister's food truck for one day. What are we gonna do? Five hot dogs in five, in five minutes, or whoever finishes first with a five-minute cap. And I learned from the best right here: Zen and auto competitive eating, and surf, and still well, the <laughs> final vision. That's where I learned it from these right. boys. All right. All right. Let's so see, uh, who's gonna keep? Who's gonna keep track? All right. We're gonna. All right, right. On, on the count or whatever. All right, well, well, I'm, well, I'm going to play that towards the end. But it was pretty fantastic. And I've actually ran into Crazy Legs Conti a couple of times at some different events. He's an awesome dude. As a matter of fact, this year's 4th of July hot dog eating contest, some vegans jumped up on stage and started ripping the hot dogs out of his hand. And he just, like, the security had to push them off and everything. And they were all covered in blood, like, don't eat meat. What the fuck? I know, right? I cut your shit, people. Yeah. So what if I want to eat a hot dog? Yeah. Like, keep your shit to yourself. Why you do don't that eat shit it. when you bite into a zucchini and kill the poor little fucking plant? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It's... You know what? Let's do that to some vegans. Yeah. Let's go jump on them when they eat the next time they bite into a zucchini. How dare you kill those soybeans? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I could be frying zucchini flowers right now if you didn't fucking kill this thing. Yeah. Which, by the way, Laurent made some killer crab. He was selling yesterday and the day before crab meat stuffed zucchini flowers. Nice. Speaking with of which, truffle oil. Refrigerator that you never got. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. Oh, so what do you got going on for this week, Clemmy? We're gonna make zucchini flowers. Nice. My mom went. My mama. My mom went to Italy. Yes. Yeah. So we got. Ted party at Philomena's mother's house. That's right. My house. <laughs> So she'll be gone for Wednesday month. night, bring your own cup, five hours at the door. Lou, you, you, bring, uh, you bring the weed, Lou. <laughs> I'll, bring, I'll bring the weed and the livestock. Party at my house. The livestock. I'll bring the donkey and the quaaludes. <laughs> Sorry, that was totally from the movie Bachelor Party. I know. One of the greatest movies <laughs> ever made. But, uh, yeah, so. The room on a donkey. 
<laughs> the Donkey Show featuring Philly Philly. Mm-hmm. Now, I brought my virtual reality novels here last week, and I got to tell you, I'm hooked on these things, bro. I figured out Phil, virtual I... porn. Wait, wait, what was that, Lou? This is my ringtone for Philomena. <laughs> what was that, Sean Cassidy getting choked? <laughs> Sean no, Cassidy getting gang raped in prison. <laughs> yes, ball gag master. There you go. Oh. That's when the ball gag master comes home. Oh, yeah. All right, so we're coming down to the end here. You know, yeah. I think it's time to, to, to let go because yeah. I got to go. My ass is killing me here. Yeah, I got to also remind people if you're out in New Egypt, New Jersey, go to the Lorino, Lorita Winery. Uh, food truck fest Saturday and Sunday from eleven to nine. Culinary Renegade Wandering Kitchen will yes, be there. Yes, you make it right on Cairo Road. It's right next to the pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> it's good though. They got you know. They, definitely go they check it out. Killer, they sell killer fucking um, sangria in a giant mason jar. Fuck the sangria, I'm sure it's great, but go get some fucking Fritos and some meatballs on a fucking stick. Yeah. And go see Burmeister. We're going to have fucking, the bacon uh, cheeseburger balls yeah. on a stick. Yeah. Cheeseburger balls on a stick, baby. But we'll be back next week. We're trying to get a guest. We're trying to get some Oh, people. next week is the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot J- to tell J- you. Cody from uh, the runner-up of uh, Food Network's all last year, and he has the show on Travel Channel, Deep Fried Everything. Deep okay. Fried America. Very cool. Yeah, we're working on that. Uh, we're gonna. Hey, listen, we're gonna get a freestyle night on, Rob. You remember the freestyle days with the uh, the Cadillac and the cuisine oh, with the with uh, the smoke yeah. rims. So go check it. We're gonna have Brooklyn. Is anybody familiar with Brooklyn Cuzzo? No, but they will be after they watch the big yeah. fucking beefy show, and this guy's fucking <laughs> knocking him out, bro. He's knocking him dead. He's getting all kinds of crazy hits on YouTube. He's playing. He's got a hundred and fifty, a hundred and fifty thousand hits on one video. Nice, nice, nice. One hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, I got. I'm almost rocking a half a mil. <laughs> yeah. I'll be rocking a half a mil soon. But uh, all right, people, will be back next week. We'll be back the week after. The week after that. You know, check us out. Make sure you check out the Wandering Kitchen, the Culinary Renegade. Look for the big red truck with the blonde-headed crazy chef running around. You can't fucking with miss it. a picture of me from 1992 yeah. on it when I was in shape. Exactly. <laughs> well, not in shape. I just wasn't fat. It was I funny. We were standing next seven. to the logo, and you had the entire logo blocked out. I did the same thing. I'm like, wow. You got a little bigger since then. Oh, huh? yeah. Fuck yeah. You definitely got a little bigger since then. And then I was standing in front of you, and nobody could see anything. Yeah. But thank you, Lou, again for uh, having my inaugural uh, food truck appearance at your Woodbridge Yeah, Lou, thing. thank I you for having me as more. a judge, and uh, great job, bud. Great fucking job. Keep knocking them out, Lou. Thank you. And don't forget, every, don't forget everybody, the, it's called the, the T-H-E, the Brooklyn Cuzzo Show on Facebook. The Brooklyn Cuzzo Show. The check on Facebook. Cuzzo. Yeah, check this guy out. He's definitely hysterical. We'll have him on in the upcoming weeks, and... Uh, yeah. And that, thank you so much for being on. And, and uh, Lisa, Raven. Tina, Raven, everybody. You want to play the hot dog thing? You want to play a song? I'm going to play a little hot dog, hot dog eating competition. It's a couple, it's like five minutes. Yeah, and right. then I'll play us out. This is probably this is a year 
a year and a month ago. All right, there it is. Show, to be back next Badlands week. Booker and uh, Crazy Like Conti with me and Clem eating five hot dogs in a couple of minutes. Not bad. Peace out. All right, peace out, everyone. Keep chewing the fat. We love you all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, peace out, peace out. Hello, friends and fans. I go by Badlands. Telling you about this corner where you now stand. Where we gather here. 50,000 strong. On America's birthday, the war is long. As I can remember, goes through a century. To see the best of the best top category. Major League eaters being put to the test. Selling for the top spot. Live at Mr. Trash. New York Empire. Borough of Brooklyn. High noon is when the magic begins. Hungry and focused for America as well is how we do our thing. Air at still well. Come meet me at. All right, let me tell you something. Clem's going down tonight. I don't think so, baby. We got a hot dog eating contest here live on the Bing and BB show. What are we going to do? Five hot dogs in five, in five minutes. minutes or whoever finishes first with That's a five-minute cap. And I learned from the best right here. Zen and on a competitive eating and surf and still well, the <laughs> final vision. That's where I learned it from these All right. boys. All right. All right. Let's so who's going, to keep, who's going to keep track? All right. We're going to... All right, All right. On, on the count or whatever, start counting down. Tell us when to go. Two, one, one. one. eating. Go. go Shut down, boys. Oh. Eat them hot dogs. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Remember, hungry and focused. You know. Remember, don't don't shut your mouth. Don't shut your mouth. Don't shut your mouth. I ain't even halfway. Look at him shoving hot dogs down. I have a feeling yeah. anyone who calls in would think this was like a 900 chat line, like Delaware. <laughs> hot. All they hear is the sound Come of like slurping and well. <laughs> detritus and flotsam and jetsam. We are approaching the 30-second mark. Remember, you got you to dunk that button. You got to dunk the button. Bob has a good time going. You know? You know, treat the bun like your like like it's your your beverage. Don't you feel like three He's seconds? Doing it the right way. Yeah, and now one competitor You'd did use a test to check the pH balance of their liquid and found that urine breaks the down. Hot dog, dog buns. The best. <laughs> We're at the oh, no. Come on, Clem. You're not even anywhere close to him. We are approaching the one minute mark. Hopefully, mm-hmm. either of the eaters is hitting the wall. You know, when the uh, nitrate takes no, over. Come on, drink your water, Rob. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't, I can't see it, but I have a feeling through the, through the phone line that somebody's chipmunking. You gotta, That's you, true. You, you gotta, you gotta not stuff your mouth. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta chew. You gotta like, you know, stay sick. Keep your breathing good. Oh man, uh, but I think it's gonna be close. Do you battling? Do you listen to your own Calm music down. at the eating table? Definitely. I, I, I listen to a lot of uh, uh, sweet science competitive eating. I listen to a lot of, you know. Um, Surface still well. We are at the one minute and thirty second mark. I like I like polka. I find polka the best music. Polka is good. You know, if if I want to, you know, go a little fast, I listen to a lot of uh, EDM. You know, you know, some fast paced hip hop. Why not? All right, that's good. Clem's going down. We are approaching the. Yeah, there's uh, no way I'm catching him. Clem's going down. I told you. We are approaching the two minute mark. So the hope would be. That as an eater, you'd be heading towards your th- third hot dog and bun, you know. Yep. Uh, as a as a yep. an aspiring. I got one left with a bun. One left. This is a this is not a world record one pace, but is close to a world record pace. One left and a bun. 
the title of um, the video I rented many years ago. Okay. Clem, come on. So we are approaching the two and a half minute mark. them hot dogs, And it sounds like... Shout out them dipping it in the water and everything, drinking the same water that he dips it into. That is the nectar of the gods right there. Hot dogs in this water. Absolutely delicious. That's right. Oh man, this is it's getting close. It's getting close. This is where it separates the men from the boys. You gotta pull yourself through. You gotta yes. be hungry and focused tomorrow. Ten seconds away from three minutes. This is where dreams are made and realities are made. I think we're gonna see. I never showed so many things in my mouth at once. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Well, it is Monday. I mean, you know, you've got the weekend coming up. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are at uh, three minutes and ten seconds. Come on, the adjusted engine is prime for those hot dogs. You know what I'm saying? You got a wet dog bun. You got to use the use the wet bun as your drink. Rob you has a bite of hot dog and a It's like like Bill Murray and Meatball. Well, you, know, you really got an inspiration. <laughs> you should become a hot dog, <laughs> hot dog eating inspirational speaker. We are at three. Three thirty-five. Now remember, what is in your mouth at the end of the contest counts as long as you finish it in a timely manner. Oh yeah. So Come on, I Rob, think we're going to see somebody finish before the four-minute mark. Rob won. Rob did. Service I'm no To see the best of the best top pedigree. Major League is being put through the test, selling for the top spot. Live at Mr. Trash.